Hi everyone. Welcome to the Desi Crime Podcast. I'm Ashwara, your host for this episode, and I'm Aryan. Before we start the case for today, we want all of you to go over to our Patreon and subscribe for amazing exclusive features like merch, awesome extra episodes, early access episodes, video calls with us and more. To help the podcast out and to avail these benefits, go to www.patreon.com/desicrime and select a tier that works best for you. And if you're already a Patreon member listening to this episode, thank you for helping run this podcast. The case that we have for you today is one of a prank gone wrong. In today's world of people meeting each other online at higher rates than ever, especially since the onset of a pandemic that forced everyone into the confines of their homes, the need to know the person you're talking to online for your own safety is more important than ever. This case will show you exactly why it's so important to make sure you're being safe, navigating new technology and not jeopardizing your life for the sake of a friendship or a relationship. This is the story of a 22-year-old young woman from the state of Kerala, happily married, trying to navigate the world around her and live her life the best she can until she met someone online. This is the story of Reshma and her online love story. Okay so this is one of those cases where not only do I not know the details of the case I have never heard of the case but what rings true is the theme I I think in the last 10 years the theme of cybercrime has become more prevalent and by cybercrime I mean less bullying but cybercrime materializing into more homicides into kidnappings and things on those lines is that really the case It absolutely is Aran before the world of the internet when you made friends or fell in love chances are you knew who this person was you knew them through a common friend or saw them in class every day or a family member introduced you to now it's like online dating is the new normal in fact tinder india actually reported that it witnessed a 400% increase in downloads in india in the past year and women are more active users than men It's not just Tinder people are meeting everywhere including apps like Facebook like in this story. Let's get on with it then. Tell us Reshma's story. So it's 2020 and the world is stuck inside their homes due to a global pandemic. Cases in India were rising. What are you rising. talking about? You clearly caught me off guard, Arun. No, I shouldn't. You, you... I shouldn't crack jokes at the right, beginning of true right, crime episodes. Where the victim? Yeah, I'm sorry. So cases in India were rising at astronomical rates, with people dying all over the country. And the state put in force the nationwide lockdowns, which were forcing people to become okay with the new normal. Like millions of people dealing with the situation all over the country, Reshma is also one. Reshma is a 22-year-old happily married woman living in the Kollam district of Kerala. It was in this district in a small village where Reshma had met Vishnu, 
fallen in love with him and gotten married shortly after. The two have been married for 5 years at this point and 2 years into their marriage had a beautiful baby girl who's now 3. Their marriage was perfect and they were both deeply in love. Except there was one slight problem. Vishnu actually didn't work in India at all. He worked in multiple different Gulf countries, moving from time to time. This is actually fairly common in middle-class India for the male member to work in a Gulf country where immigration for cheap labor is simple and money is marginally better than that in India. Men that work there typically send money back to their wives or parents and have a long-term plan of either bringing their families there with them or collecting enough money and moving back to India to start something of their own. Despite the distance and all the problems, Reshma and Vishnu were adamant on making it work. After all, they were childhood sweethearts. Vishnu fell in love with Reshma when he was 21, but she was still in grade 10. At the time, Vishnu was studying in the Industrial Training Institute in Kerala, while Reshma was completing her education while also training to become a tailor. Reshma valued her education, worked hard to develop her skills while also enjoying her teenage years in school. Her two best friends from school, Grishma and Arya, who were also her cousins by the way, and the light of Reshma's life only grew closer to her after they all graduated from school and went on to get married and have kids of their own. Sounds like one of those movies you watch after a breakup with a, you know, good love story. the perfect husband a child you love best friends you only grow closer to after school but knowing you ashwara that's too good to be true <laughs> right from the sound of it it really sounds like reshma is living her best life but a very disturbing event is about to shake the community they were all living in in the early morning hours of january 5th 2021 sudarshan pillai who's in his mid 50s and a carpenter by profession leaves his house located in the paravar region of the kolam district for his morning walk like every day he wakes up walks out of his house and stops dead in his tracks when he notices something lying in front of him in the compound of his own house is a heap of leaves oddly placed and something about the way they are collected together just looks off from the inside Sudarshan can hear something. He hears faint cries and for a moment he thinks it's probably a little kitten or a puppy stuck inside. The sound doesn't stop and he's not sure what he's hearing, but there is something inside these leaves that was hidden and he walks ahead to inspect. As he shuffles the leaves away, his heart sinks. For a minute he almost couldn't believe what he was seeing in front of him. From within these leaves, Sudarshan finds the body of a newborn baby. The baby is still alive, crying softly and still has the umbilical cord attached. Sudarshan runs inside, brings out a scissor to cut the umbilical cord while calling his son-in-law to come and help take the baby to the hospital. while simultaneously filing a report with the nearest police station wow it was a crazy day sudarshan's yeah, son-in-law no shit aran sudarshan's son-in-law is none other than vishnu reshma's husband vishnu was in india at the time due to covid restrictions and arrived at the scene shortly after with his wife reshma reshma and the two men take the baby to the hospital in tiruvananthapuram 
the moment they drop the baby off at the hospital they drive off quickly to their nearest police station where they file a complaint with the cops whose first order of business is to find out who the mother of the baby is while the cops are searching the locality where the baby was found for clues or cctv cameras they receive news from the hospital that the baby had passed away and could not survive the trauma that he or she had endured now i know a bunch of you are probably wondering if the baby was a boy or a girl and for a country like india with record high rates of female infanticide that seems like an important detail but i'm not entirely sure why no news outlet or article actually mentions the sex of the baby the media pounces on this story with articles and news segments being devoted to it every day in fact reshma too came out to speak to the media about how her father had found the baby urging anyone with any information to come forward now with the death of the baby this case becomes more complicated whoever the mother of the child is will now face a more serious charge against her because the death of the baby makes this a more serious crime than abandoning the baby was the cops start by calling into the police station one woman after another that lived in the localities near where the baby was found sometimes they would tell the woman that the baby was found dead just to notice their reactions and other times they wouldn't this goes on for 5 whole months 5 months for an investigation of this sort seems to be an inordinate amount of time because leaving babies in india and just abandoning them is not uncommon unfortunately right. so i'd assume that the cops would have given up by now also because even though this is a crime obviously it is not a murder and an understaffed and underpaid police force might eventually decide they have more important things like homicides right that's a very good point that you bring up the reason why it took the cops this long is precisely because they didn't pay as much attention to this case as other seemingly more important cases that were reported to them they put this case kind of on the back burner but continued to slowly chip away at it in the hopes of finding the parents of the baby by the way by this time vishnu reshma's husband had gone back to the gulf where he started his work hmm. Life had become busy for him and while this incident shook him and his family he had his own daughter he had a wife and a job to worry about to find out who the parents of the baby were the cops tried to ask people for a list of names of all women that they knew were pregnant in the last few months before the baby was found but this led them nowhere all women that were to be due around the time that the baby was found dead had all given births which were recorded and verified or had had miscarriages or abortions which too could easily be verified now the cops moved to their last resort a dna test it's an incredibly cumbersome and expensive process to dna test tens of random women to figure out which one matches that of the baby but the cops seemed adamant they wanted the baby to receive justice and so they begin the process they call in woman after woman collect dna sample after dna sample and one random day in june june 22nd to be exact when the cops had started to give up hope and think that there was no end to this investigation the cops got exactly what they were looking for a positive dna match after months of hard work they had finally found who the mother of the child was They opened their computers to see what was the name next to the match DNA sample and the moment they looked at their screens their jaws dropped. 
they almost couldn't believe that they had missed what was in front of them for so many months. The mother of the child was 22-year-old Reshma. The police goes over to Reshma's house, arrests her, and from this point on begins a lengthy investigation with more twists and turns than all of our other cases combined. Okay, so since the case is going to get more convoluted, as if it's not confusing right now, (laughs) let's just do some housekeeping. So up until now, you've told us that Reshma is living happily in this district in Kerala. Um, Her husband, Vishnu, works in the Gulf, Visits uh, was in fact in the house when this incident occurred. And the incident was precipitated by um, her dad finding this baby in their house or outside their house. And after a five-month-long investigation, which still perplexes me as to why a police would go through so much for such a frequently occurring incident in India. I mean, if Mm -hmm. you open your newspaper, the amount of missing persons, especially missing kids and missing infants that you'd find in the middle pages, it's astounding. And so for them to go through a dedicated research. Anyway, that's that's perplexing and hopefully you get to that in some way. Right. But now you've revealed that the DNA test shows that the baby was in fact that of Reshma. Correct. Reshma, who has a three-year-old daughter, by the way, Reshma, who helped aid in this investigation, who's come out and spoken to the media about how she hmm. needs someone to come forward and claim this baby so that justice is done. The same Reshma. When the police begin their interrogation of Reshma, she obviously has no way of denying that the child was hers. She agrees. She was the mother. She gave birth to the baby and she dumped the baby under shrubs. What the police don't understand, though, is why nobody who knew Reshma ever mentioned that she was one of the women that had been pregnant all this while. It's not possible for so many people to be in on this mass conspiracy to throw away a child, including family, friends and cousins. That's what I was wondering. It's not like it was a first trimester or hell, even a second trimester abortion that went wrong or a conspiracy was involved. This was a full-term pregnancy. And so, if not the entire town, many people in the know-how would know of it. Exactly. So why? Why did nobody come forward? Turns out nobody who knew Reshma knew she was pregnant at all. Hmm. And that includes her husband, Vishnu. What? Because of this, initially, the family comes out in very strong support of Reshma. They keep reiterating the fact that she was never pregnant and so the baby couldn't possibly be hers. The police are shocked at how an entire family, including the husband, had absolutely no idea this was going on and how Reshma managed to hide something like this. Imagine the family's shock when they realize not only that the baby they found crying outside their house on the verge of death was related to them, but also that this pregnancy was hidden from them for months on end. But of course, with Reshma admitting to being pregnant and leaving the baby and with the DNA test matching, there was no other option but for everyone to believe that this had transpired. Of course, the moment Vishnu receives news of his wife's arrest, he rushes back to India to find out what went wrong and assist with the investigation. Okay, so let's just address the infidel, disloyal elephant in the room, (laughs) in our room where we are recording and everywhere where people are listening because it's on everybody's mind. What if 
Reshma is the mother, as she is, but Vishnu is not the father, doesn't that give her an extremely strong motive to get rid of the child? Very fair question. So the moment Vishnu reaches Kerala, the police DNA test him and realize that he is, in fact, the father of the baby. So your question, Aran, quickly becomes the question of the cops. Why? The baby was yours and your husband's. You already had a child with this man. What went wrong? Also notice how clearly this wasn't a case of female infanticide. If the baby being a girl was the reason Reshma left the baby to die, why did she hide her pregnancy from everyone she knew? You can only determine the sex of the baby at around 22 weeks into the pregnancy. Why for 22 weeks did she hide the fact that she was pregnant? Clearly something else was going on. And it isn't like they aren't ready to have a baby. They already had a three-year-old daughter, so they're clearly willing to have kids and it's been three years since their previous child. Makes no sense. Ashwara, this makes no sense. Aran, it's about to make a lot more sense to you in just a bit. The cops start questioning Vishnu and slowly a more accurate picture of their relationship begins to reveal itself. Vishnu reveals that there were problems in their marriage, serious problems. Obviously, the distance was hard, but some of Reshma's habits were making it very tough on the couple. One peculiar thing Vishnu kept bringing up was Reshma's inability to put down her phone. He even went so far as to say that Reshma was almost addicted to her social media apps, Facebook being the one she used the most. When Vishnu would return from the Gulf and hope to spend his hard-earned time with his wife, she always seemed distracted, distant and in a hurry to get back to her phone in the middle of the intimate time that the two were spending together. Just a few days before Vishnu had left for Dubai in February, a month after the baby was found, Reshma and Vishnu had one of their biggest arguments ever over her constant use of Facebook and her need to hide her phone from Vishnu. Vishnu also tells the cops that he had noticed that in the last few months before the baby was found, Reshma had started dressing very peculiarly in baggy clothes and he'd found inside the cupboards of their house tummy-tucking belts, which he found a little suspicious but dismissed as just his wife being insecure of her weight or something like that. He also goes on to tell the cops that he spoke to Reshma the morning of the day she was going to be arrested. According to an article in the News Minute, he said, quote, I was here on that date, end quote, referring to the date the baby was found. Quote, she came with me to visit temples two days before the infant was found abandoned. It was Reshma who opened the door the previous night for Vishnu when he came back from work at around 11.30pm. Both were staying at Reshma's parents' house at the time. He says, she was with me when the infant was taken from the heap. I didn't have an iota of suspicion that the kid was ours. It was I who initially suggested a DNA test as I began getting calls from the police even when I was away for work. End quote. The cops heard all of Vishnu's story and suddenly things started to make a little more sense to them. But one detail stuck. The moment cops took note of the Facebook addiction Vishnu kept mentioning, they knew they needed to get a warrant to search Reshma's house and her phone to reach the truth. And that's exactly what led them to the key to this case. Cops get Reshma's phone and they search her Facebook account and the chats she had. 
and they found chats hours and hours worth of chats between reshma and a man named anand if those chats were to be read by someone who had no knowledge of who reshma was the person reading the chats wouldn't believe she was a married woman with a 3 year old child in these chats reshma spoke of how much she had suddenly fallen in love with anand how she couldn't imagine her life without him how she wanted to meet him leave her life behind for him and start afresh in fact the chats revealed that the two had planned on meeting at varkala beach which was about 15 kilometers away from reshma's house reshma had also planned on taking her daughter with her to meet this man that she now wanted to spend her life with it turns out reshma did go to varkala with her daughter What transpired there and whether or not she met Anand is unclear to everyone. Slowly, the pieces of this puzzle begin to fit together. From the chats, it becomes clear that Reshma had killed her baby because she feared that Anand would reject her if she had two babies from another man that Anand would have to accept instead of just one. It's the reason she told nobody of the pregnancy. She planned on leaving her husband and abandoning her baby all along. Up until this point, we don't know if she met Anand prior to her chats with him, or is there speculation? We on know that, that they both haven't met. She went to Varkala in an attempt to meet him, but whether or not the two met there is unclear. So the probable meeting place is Facebook. Is Facebook that is correct? And the falling of love. is on facebook precisely they met on facebook they started talking on facebook everything happened and there. the willingness to kill your own child was precipitated by facebook, facebook. right hmm i see what you meant by convoluted now it's a different world today with the apps as we mentioned as cops are trying to find all this information from reshma's phone they realize reshma had changed her phone recently When asked where her old phone was, she says she's actually given it to her best friend and cousin Arya, the same Arya that Reshma had studied in school with. A little information on Arya is that while she was Reshma's cousin, she was also Vishnu's brother's wife. She was a homemaker and had a 5-year-old boy with her husband who she loved deeply. Upon finding out that she was using Reshma's old phone, the police called Arya and asked her to appear at the police station sometime over the week to submit the phone into custody as evidence. Arya gladly agrees. The cops call her cell phone incessantly, but the number is switched off. While all of this is happening, Grishma, the other cousin and best friend that Reshma went to school with, is also missing and nowhere to be found. Both Arya and Grishma's families are now frantic. Their daughters are not in their houses. Their husbands don't know where they are. Their babies are left behind in the house with nobody to take care of them and their phones are switched off. This is completely unlike both of them. The police begin yet another search for the two women and they start by calling to the police station their families and a few of their closest friends. They interrogate one person after another and there is nothing that any of them know about where these women could be until one male friend of Krishma's enters the office for his interrogation. What he proceeds to tell the police was something that made their hearts skip a beat. He reveals that the man that Reshma thought she was in love with did not exist. No. 
there was no anand the people behind the creation no. of this fake online personality were actually arya and grishma who had started the account as a fun prank <sighs> the friend said perhaps they wanted to stir trouble in reshma's perfect marriage but never did the two women intend for reshma to become as serious about this fake personality as she did never did the two in a million years think that she would be pregnant and that she would abandon her baby to die for this man she had never met as shocked as the police were at this new revelation they knew they needed to move swiftly to be able to find the two women it seemed obvious that they had made an attempt to run away and go into hiding out of fear of being caught if the cops wanted a chance to bring justice to the baby and finally close this case they needed to catch the women before they ran away too far to find the two women the cops start exactly where all searches for missing people in 2021 start cctv camera footage they find all cameras placed around the houses the women lived in and in the markets close to their houses too since not even a full day had passed since the women were reportedly missing there was not too much footage to sift through and the cops knew their task wouldn't be extraordinarily tough and they were right the search for the women was not tough in front of their screens the cops could see exactly where the women were and it was right out of someone's disturbing nightmare the cops can see the women talking as they walk towards a bridge situated on top of the ithikara river of kolam they slowly walk towards the edge of the bridge and stop they lift one foot no ashwarya and place it on the railing of the bridge and use the force to pull themselves up they then put their second foot on a higher level of the railing and use the force to pull themselves up and just like that on the screens of their computers the cops watch the women jump into the river one after the other the women were no more leaving behind three families completely destroyed one of their own and one of reshma the cops rushed to the women's house to find clues of why the women took the step they did and from inside grishma's room cops find a lengthy suicide note In the letter the women acknowledged that they had played with someone's life and feelings and in the process destroyed a marriage ended a life and driven their best friend to commit a crime she would be in jail for The women knew they were about to get caught their act their play of anand was up and they did not want to face the consequences of the death of the child and so they decided to kill themselves According to an article in the News Minute, the investigating officer in charge of the case said, quote, "Days before their death, both Arya and Grishma became restless. Their families told us they shared their apprehensions with a friend of Grishma's as well as with Vishnu's mother Girija Kumari. They would have probably feared the punishment they would have gotten for impersonating and for probably abetting a crime." I don't think it was the punishment that they feared. I think, think it was the sheer idea of what they did yeah. and what the world would think of them. That's I I don't think true. and the punishment honestly wouldn't have been that bad. I I don't right. think it's a 
crime, a prank gone wrong, it's negligence or even worse, but it's not a homicide, obviously. Right. So it's I one hundred percent. If I had to bet my life, I I I doubt it's the punishment driving them to this extreme measure. It's it the is shame. the sheer guilt and yeah. the shame, the shame that would come from their families knowing what they have done. I agree. I completely agree. The investigating officer continues. He says what we presume is that they opened a Facebook account and chatted with Reshma for fun but things went out of control. Even they wouldn't have imagined that Reshma would go to this extent. It was Reshma and Reshma's decision alone to abandon the child to live with the lover, fearing that she wouldn't be accepted if she had two kids. End quote. By afternoon the next day, Arya's body was recovered from the river with the help of fire and rescue officials. and grishma's body was found just a few hours after that both women jumped in with their cell phones which were lost forever erasing some key evidence which would have clarified important questions related to the case by now it's been months to the deaths and the lives of these families are forever changed reshma is in a woman's jail in tiruvananthapuram serving time for the crime she committed and she will forever live with the fact that her crime was for nothing there was no light at the end of the tunnel there was no romantic love story waiting to happen for her there was no happily ever after her baby is gone her husband never wants to see her again and she will probably never get custody to raise her own daughter vishnu returned to dubai shortly after the revelations were made and got back to work to sustain himself and his daughter but he remains a broken man in one of his last interviews with the press before he left he said quote all that was needed was a word from her reshma could have told me the truth even after she delivered the child then the child's life could have been saved arya or grishma could have told us what had happened Now we all suffer end quote 